Happy Wednesday, everybody. I uh, pray the Lord's blessing upon you. Uh, Joy and I are so thankful uh, that you've connected uh, with us tonight. Uh, let me begin by uh, reading uh, three verses from uh, Psalm 11. I just think it really speaks to the times uh, which we've been talking about. That's started right. talking about yeah. the times and being aware of the times last Wednesday. Uh, let's read this. Join with me, uh, if you will. Uh, Psalm 11, starting verse 1. In the Lord I take refuge. How then can you say to me, flee like a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bows. They set their arrows against the strings to shoot from the shadows at the upright in heart. When the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? Mm. It tells us here to, uh, uh, this, there's this declaration of uh, trusting in the Lord. Yes. Uh, there's this reminder uh, of wickedness and evil uh, that, is, that is about. Yeah. And, uh, and we know that uh, that's coming from our enemy uh, who, uh, who, uh, who works about his plans uh, to, uh, to um, steal, kill, and destroy. Mm. Uh, and his weapon uh, is deception. Uh, it is lies. That's right. uh, and he wants to destroy the foundations of, of truth and the foundations of righteousness. And so here's this question uh, that is asked. Uh, when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? Uh, so that, that re reference to righteousness there, the righteous, that's speaking to the people of God, uh, right? Because that's who we are. We are uh, the righteous. Uh, um, we, are, we are the people who live by faith. Uh, we are uh, righteous people. Uh, we are not referred to as the sinners, and we shouldn't refer to ourselves as, right. as, right. as sinners. When the foundations are being destroyed, what can the sinners do? What can the wicked do? No, no it's uh -uh. what can uh, the righteous uh, do so. Let's flip over here uh, to Ephesians chapter six, and just let me tell you uh, what the righteous can do when the foundations are being destroyed. This would be just. This will just be a good reminder uh, for all of us. Ephesians six, uh, starting at verse ten. You're probably familiar uh, with these scriptures, but let's just read through them uh, here uh, to begin tonight. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. When the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? Let's be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Yes. Remember the devil. Uh, remember his, uh, his schemes, his deceptions to uh, work about <coughs> Excuse me, his destructive purpose. Uh, we've got to arm ourselves with the armor of God so that we can not be deceived or defeated by those things, but take our stand uh, against them. Uh, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. That's such a good reminder, yeah, isn't it? That's right. Uh, there's something else going on. Uh, all the conflict you see between people uh, is being stirred up by our enemy, the devil, and his uh, deceptions. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil uh, in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God. We look and see the foundations being destroyed. What can the righteous do? We're going to be strong in the Lord, and in His mighty power, yes. we're going to put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. 
when the day of evil comes, when the deceptions come, we can't be defeated by them. We can't be led astray by them. We've got to be able to stand our ground in the power of the Holy Spirit and not be deceived and defeated uh, by the enemy. We've got to be able to stand our ground. And after having done everything to stand, stand firm then. The foundations are being destroyed. Uh, Don't join in the destroying of the foundations, you know, don't grab a, a, a deceptive uh, tool of the enemy and start chipping away at the foundations yeah. of the righteous. Stand your ground, and after having done everything to stand, stand firm. Stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. When the foundations are being destroyed, you need the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place. We need to have the breastplate of righteousness uh, uh, putting that piece of armor on. And it's not, it's not the, uh, the breastplate of sinfulness. It's the breastplate of righteousness that we're putting in place. And your feet fitted with the readiness that comes uh, from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith. Uh, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. These are all things that if you're wondering, man, what can I do? It looks like the foundations are being destroyed. Put on the full armor of God. Take take truth uh, and righteousness and and peace and and faith and, and salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And then... Paul continues and he says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests, with this in mind, be alert, and always keep on praying for all the saints. Pray also for me, Paul says, that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me, so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. So when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? We can stand in the power of God's might, clothed in the armor of God, holding fast to the sword of the Spirit, and we need to be in prayer, in prayer, in prayer, in prayer. Praying for our pastors, praying for our authorities, Mm -hmm. praying for one another, praying with all kinds of petitions and requests. So let's do that tonight. Let's pray. Pray with me, will you? Lord, we love you. Uh, We hear your word tonight, and we just come to you uh, in prayer. We ask, Lord Jesus, uh, uh, as we see, uh, you know, have had difficult times and 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 are and are still in the middle of so much uh, going on in our country and in our world, uh, Lord, we just ask uh, that you uh, would come, uh, that you would move, uh, that you would speak, uh, that you would shine the light of truth, and that many, 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 Lord, would who are in darkness would see uh, your light, would see your salvation, would see uh, your truth, and that they would repent and turn. Uh, to you. Lord, we pray for revival uh, in our America. Uh, We pray for a turning back to you uh, in our America. And we pray that from sea to shining sea, uh, that uh, men and women uh, and children and teenagers, 
uh, and rich and poor and red and yellow, black and white yes. would all declare uh, that it is in God uh, we uh, trust. Turn America back to you again, we yes. pray uh, in Jesus' uh, mighty name. Yes. Lord, we thank you tonight uh, for a time together. And we just pray your blessing uh, on our time, uh, your blessing on uh, your word. Uh, just speak to us and encourage us and change yes. us. Uh, refresh us and help us and give us guidance, we pray Amen. in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, if I'm honest, um, here lately I've been battling a little bit uh, discouragement. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, the, the source of it, uh, where, it's, where it's coming from, is, is as we uh, move toward, you know, the election on November 3rd, it's just so evident uh, that as a nation we are di we are so uh, divided. You know, there's the Democrats and there's the Republicans, and they are very mm -hmm. uh, different, and their beliefs mm -hmm. are very different, mm -hmm. and 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 it's, and it's and it's all across our country yeah. just this uh, division. Uh, but that that I kind of expect that. Mm -hmm. What has kind of got me discouraged is seeing that that division has gotten into. Uh, the church, mm. uh, and that the church seems to be almost as divided as the rest of the country seems to be. Mm. That there are Christians who will vote Democrat, and there are Christians who will vote uh, Republican, and we see that you know there's this, just this division of beliefs and ideas, and and and, and what is important and not important uh, that has gotten in uh, to uh, the church, mm -hmm. and so. Uh, one of the things that that uh, we'd like to do, uh, I think we're going to do this. We aren't one hundred percent certain yet, <laughs> but uh, but we'll let you know. Uh, is uh, is is probably next Wednesday to just uh, take some time uh, and address some of these you know hot topic mm -hmm. issues that are so mm -hmm. divisive, and just see what the Bible mm -hmm. says. Right. Uh, because a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of people are are believing things mm -hmm. and and allowing them to affect their lives and make decisions yeah. based on them uh out of you know out of opinion right. and uh, and feeling mm -hmm. uh, and and what the culture says and not based on what the word of god says and again i would expect that uh from the world uh but when it comes to christians mm -hmm. those who you know have put their faith and trust in right. jesus right. Uh, then our beliefs uh need to come from the Word of God. Mm -hmm. We need to, you know, we need to get back to the Billy Graham. You know, what does the Bible say? This is what the Bible says, and because yeah. the Bible says it, I believe it, and I'm going to live by it. And we need to, we need to uh, have our beliefs coming out of the Word of God, and then we need to line up with them mm -hmm. and live by mm -hmm. them. And our decisions need to need to come from the Word of God, and our voting needs to come from uh, the Word of God, and what we stand for uh, needs to be uh, supported by the Word of yes. God. We really need, yeah. as Christians, you know, to get back to what the Bible uh, says. You know, so so we need coming here on November third. We need to vote uh, based on our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. and based on what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. We need to know what the mm -hmm. Bible has to say about uh, issues. Um, so I think we'll probably do that next Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. You know, good. if you, if yeah. you, yeah. we'll decide. I, like I think so. <laughs> uh, um, but, uh, but uh, in order to kind of get us there and to, and to um, get us moving in the right direction, 
Uh, I think one of the things that we need to identify and to remember uh, is, you know, like we talked about last Wednesday night, we need to be aware of the times. Mm -hmm. uh, as the people of God, mm -hmm. as the righteous, as the church, as Christians, you know, we're, we're the ones that need to be aware uh, of the times. And, and one of the things that we need to be aware of in our times is how deceptive uh, these times are that we live in and mm -hmm. how dangerous uh, dangerously deceptive mm -hmm. you know, these times are. Mm -hmm. and, and what we're seeing, what I'm seeing, uh, is instead of uh, Christians identifying these deceptions uh, from our deceptive enemy that we just talked about, you know, the devil whose mm -hmm. weapon is lies and deceptions, you know, many Christians uh, are, uh, because they don't know what the Bible says, uh, are... Uh, in danger of being led astray by these deceptions and mm -hmm. we don't we don't want to be That's destroyed right. and led astray by yeah. the enemy's deceptions because his purpose is to steal kill mm -hmm. uh, and destroy uh, so uh, what we what we learn from scripture is that these deceptive times are are not necessarily new that this has been going on for a long right. for a long time right. and actually if you look back at the book of acts uh, you see uh, that their culture was a lot like our culture, and mm. it was a very deceptive time, mm -hmm. a very destructive time, a very dangerous time, and yet uh, the gospel was able to penetrate that and, and, and to grow and to explode mm. and to even start mm -hmm. to shift and change the culture yeah. at that time. Uh, and, uh, and, and one of the you know, great uh, uh, leaders in that time was the Apostle Paul, and he was able to powerfully navigate mm. uh, through that uh, deceptive time. Uh, and the Lord's given you some, uh, some help and yeah. insight onto how he did that. Yeah, well, this was really birthed out of your sermon on Sunday. So go online on our podcast and listen to it because it was really a powerful, powerful, powerful sermon. But That's as a preacher... <laughs> Whenever I'm listening to a sermon, sometimes God will give me a sermon, yeah. you know, and I'm like, ooh, that'll preach. Um, so I just wanted to share just some of the things that God gave me and and um, just encourage the church that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, mm. and that deception has been around from the very beginning of time. That's right. The enemy's job is to steal, kill, and destroy and deceive because he hates God. Yes. And he hates God's people, you know, but I want to encourage the church that even though that deceptive spirit is out there, that the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church, yes, amen. that God will continue to build, that when the church is persecuted, he continues to build. When the church is, is divided, God comes in, brings revival, and there's uni unity, you yes. know, and so I just want to encourage the church, don't get discouraged during this time. Let's not. Because God is on the move. That's right. Because during these times when, when there's just craziness and deception seems even bigger, man, God's going to speak to his people and his word is going to bring about what he says it's going to accomplish. That's right. And uh, so just in thinking mm -hmm. about thinking about Saul, um, he was deceived. Actually, he was just moving into such a deceptive um, ministry. His mm -hmm. ministry was the ministry of deception. But um, I'm going to start in Acts um, Remind me where this is because I didn't put my reference here. I think it's Acts 9. Yes. Okay. Acts 9, and I'm going to start with 1. And it says, Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, journey suddenly... Suddenly, 
a light from heaven flashed around him. You said Sunday when you when you were reading this, you said, aren't we thankful for the suddenlies yes. in our life? Amen. And so suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. He just has like a realization right here that maybe the way he's moving is not exactly the way he needs to be yeah. moving. I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, mm. he replied. Now get up and go into the city and you'll be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound but didn't see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he couldn't see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. So Saul experienced a suddenly yes. in his life. Thank God Saul right experienced mm -hmm. a suddenly in his life. I mean, yes. he was fixing to go wreak havoc on the church. Amen. And God knew, man, if I can sure turn the passion of this man around to me, then what can this guy do for the kingdom of God? He knew those gifts and the talents yes. and everything that he had put in Saul. Amen. Saul just had him directed in the wrong direction. Right. And God said, I'm going to meet him in Damascus and I'm going to turn his life around Preach. and he's going to have a suddenly and I'm going to appear to him suddenly and he is going to turn his passion around for me and he's going to set this world on fire. Yes. God is calling us to do that right now. He yes. is calling his church right now to do that. Maybe there's some Amen. of you who've been going in the wrong direction. Amen. Maybe you have been de so deceived and you have just been doing totally opposite of what God's called you to do. I want you to know right now suddenly you need to see the light yes. and you need to be turned around and Jesus is calling you right now. So Saul experienced another suddenly in, in his life here in the, in the, in the near future we, hear, we see that he's turned around to Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not getting ahead of myself but I just want to point this out. Yeah. He turns around to Jesus and he's going to be in prison because he's preaching the word of God. He is in chains in prison and he's worshiping God yes. and suddenly an yeah. earthquake happens <laughs> and the prison doors are shaken the That's the good. foundations are shaken and the doors are open and everyone's chains are broken if you will in this moment take God suddenly there is no telling what he will do there's people waiting for you that that are in prison that yes. are chained that are bound up that need you to Amen. experience the suddenly of God Amen. There's also some other suddenlies in the Bible. Um, suddenly, a heavenly host appeared to the shepherds to announce God, the, the birth and seeing the birth of Jesus Christ. Um, the Holy Spirit came on the upper room suddenly. Yes. And <laughs> also, let's be reminded that Jesus is coming back suddenly. Come on. Mm. Suddenly. Yes. So Paul experiences suddenly. Here's what suddenly represents. Suddenly represents the power and the ability of God to move the way he wants to and how he wants to. And he doesn't have to give us a warning and he doesn't have to give us permission. And he doesn't have to get our permission. Yes. That's a suddenly. That's good. And I say, Lord, bring on the suddenly, yes, especially to your church, especially to America. Bring on the suddenly. Yes. So then we see Saul is blind and um, he hasn't eaten or drank anything for three days. In Damascus, there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias. Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on Straight Street 
and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. I love that Saul is in a house on Straight Street. Because now God has changed his direction and he's going to on the straight street. Isn't that cool? Uh, God knew that name was going to be straight street. And in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority. Remember, he has letters that he can come and he can arrest and take prisoner, take captive women and men, and Mm -hmm. from the chief priest to arrest all who call on your name, Lord. So Ananias is thinking about himself here, you know. This is going to put me in danger, Lord. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, I love that he calls him brother. Because God gave him a revelation there. He knew. He He said, this man is your brother now, uh, Ananias. Bro, he's your (laughs) your brother now. And, And he says, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road in your suddenly, as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, I want you to look at this 19. It says immediately. Yes. Immediately. Something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again. He got up and was baptized. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. So Saul had a suddenly. Then Saul had an immediately. Yes. I love how God works here. And Saul experienced it immediately when it came to seeing the truth. We need to pray and ask God to help remove any blinders or any scales off of our lies, any of, 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 of our eyes, any lies of the enemy that has kept us from walking with vision and purpose for the kingdom of God. Yes. We need those removed. We need when we're coming up on November 3rd, if you have scales or any blinders on your eyes that have just kept you from seeing the truth, Lord, remove those blinders, remove those scales from our eyes, Lord. Let us vote um, for the leadership that you would have put in place. Maybe lies that, you know, bitterness and unforgiveness are okay to embrace. You know, that we walk by our feelings instead of faith. You know, a lot of times we go into the, we're, all mm-hmm. the stuff that's going on around us is just our feelings. We feel like we feel this and we feel that. Well, that's, we're not walking by faith. That's a deception that's right. of the enemy. Right. Or um, that we're too far gone from, from the love of God that we have done so many bad things that we can't ever get back to God's love. That is a deception that many people live in. That's right. And we need some immediately right now in Jesus' name. Yes. Maybe you have been living in those things. Maybe you have been living in bitterness and unforgiveness. Maybe you have been living in, in the lie that says, I, you don't remember or you don't believe the word that says, nothing can separate you from the love of God. Yes. You are not too far gone. That's and right. God is calling you tonight. He's calling you for a suddenly. Amen. He's calling you for an immediately. Amen. And then the Acts continues, and I'm almost done. Amen. Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. He's just soaking in with his brothers. He's hanging out with his new brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes. His, the, the scales have been removed. The deceptive lie that he was, that the direction he was moving in the, against Christ, now he's moving with Christ and all of that. And he's, I can just see him just sitting in, just soaking in everything. You know, like just a sponge, just soaking it in. Yes. And then he sa- it says he spent several days with the disciples. And then in 20, it says, at once. Mm -hmm. 
at once he began to preach in the synagogues that Jesus is the Son of God. Yes. So I just want to remind yeah. you, so here Paul has, a, has a, an experience in at once, and he didn't waste any more time living in the deception of the enemy. He at once began to preach. And I want to just encourage you tonight, we do not need to waste any more time That's right. mm-hmm. dwelling on the past, dwelling on the hurts, dwelling on bad decisions maybe that we've made. We don't need to waste any more time. Now is your at once moment. Yes. We need to at once, Amen. at once, turn from the ways that we, the wicked ways, at once, just start declaring the word of God over your life. If you don't, <laughs> Paul's preaching in the synagogues, at once, God wants you to preach to yourself right now. Yes. So we need to allow God to have a suddenly in our lives if we need it, make the declaration of who we say Jesus is. And we need to allow the Lord to immediately remove the scales from our eyes. And we need to be about the Father's business at once. At once. Amen. I just kind of feel like maybe, maybe you just need to pray, pray that over someone right now that's, you know, called of God, chosen by the Lord, but they're headed off in the wrong direction. Mm. You know, God's got plans and purposes for yes. them, not to, not to harm them, but to give them hope and a future. And they are called mm. of God to do uh, wonderful things for Him and His kingdom, but they're, they're yeah. headed off in, in the wrong direction yeah. and they need a suddenly, yes. and they need to immediately see and at once get back to being who yes. God has called them to be. Yes, okay, let's, yes, I can pray yes. right now. Father, we thank you that you are with thank us. You, and Lord, whoever is listening right now, Lord, that needs us suddenly, the thank Lord's you, saying Lord. to you right now, I've given you suddenlies. Yes. You've had suddenlies in your life and, and you've seen my hand in your life. And, and I'm giving you a suddenly right now that you cannot, you cannot turn away from. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Now's the time. Now. Now's the time of salvation. Now's the time of victory. Now's the time. I'm going to prophesy to you right now, but maybe there's somebody listening that has, even before you were (laughs) even just a a grown person, you knew that God's call was on your life. The call of God was on your life. And you have run from the call of God. I want to prophesy to you right now. Stop running. God says, stop running and turn to me. Turn to me right now, suddenly. And all the things you have struggled with, addictions, the things that you have turned to, I'm going to cause those things to immediately fall off your eyes right now, just like scales. Amen. And then I don't want you to waste any more time, says the Lord, but at once, come on and spread my word. Thank you, Jesus. And Jesus, I just thank you that you you just go forth right now, Lord, and you touch the person that needs to hear this right now. And you bring about victory in their life. Show, show up to them just like you showed up to, to Saul. And Lord, give them a suddenly right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Now, let me just read a passage of Scripture here from 1 John chapter 4. It just uh, speaks to our conversation Uh, here tonight. This is what it says in 1 John 4, starting in verse 1. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, reminding us that there's deception uh, out there and that we need to not be led astray by every little thing that 
that comes along. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Uh, this is so, so here again, you see the deception. There's many false prophets that have gone out uh, into the world. You notice it doesn't say prophets. It says false prophets that have gone out into the world. Uh, this is how uh, you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Uh, so this, you know, connects to Jude, reinforces Jude, where Jude says there's these uh, imposters, these false prophets that have uh, that have even infiltrated the church. Mm. And he said that the way that we recognize them is that they deny Jesus Christ as only sovereign uh, and Lord and change the grace of God into a license for immorality. So you see uh, here again that that the key to really helping us identify the deceptions and not be led astray by them is an understanding, a mm -hmm. revelation of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, yeah. our eyes fixed right. on what uh, Jesus. That's exactly what happened to yes. Saul. Mm. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Saul is a, uh, Saul is a, a Pharisee. Uh, he is a man who, who has studied and studied and studied uh, the Scriptures, the, the Law and mm -hmm. the Prophets, and yet and yet he's being deceived right. and led astray right. uh, because he doesn't see Jesus. Yeah. But when he <laughs> sees Jesus, uh, then, <laughs> then uh, Jesus is the key for the Scriptures, the Word of God to come alive. When he sees Jesus, then all that study that he'd yeah. done, uh, yeah. he saw Jesus everywhere and then he right. started connecting the dots right. and things all of a sudden lined up and, and were clear to him. And, yes. and, and so then he was he so he was able to at once mm. uh, start to proclaim the gospel of Jesus right. name like no one else yeah. could because yeah. of his because of his new understanding of the word of God that had come uh, because you know when the light of Christ shines on us then we can finally clearly mm -hmm. see in a way that we couldn't see yes. uh, before so uh, every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God but every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not uh, from God. Uh, this is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard is coming. You know, the Antichrist is coming. Mm -hmm. But John tells us that the spirit is already here, that, the, that you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. So there is this Antichrist deception uh, in the world. It's very deceptive and we cannot be led astray uh, by it. And, and in order to not be led astray by it, we've got to see Jesus. We've got to have our hope and trust yes. in uh, Jesus. John continues here in verse 4. He says, You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Yes. So there is this distinction yeah. uh, between the people mm -hmm. of God and the people of the world. And that spirit of Antichrist that is in the world is not going to overcome us because of the spirit of Christ that is in yeah. us is much greater right. than the deceptive spirit yes. of Antichrist. Right. Verse 5, they are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world and the world listens to them. So, so there's the world, and, and you see here what he says, that the world has a viewpoint. Mm. It's, they've got a, a way of thinking, a, a belief system uh, that, that is not from God. 
and is an anti-Christ viewpoint and an anti-Christ way of thinking and way Mm. of living, and it is not from God. And those who are of the world listen to that and are influenced by that and believe that. But we who are from God, verse 6, we are from God. We are not from the world. And, And we are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us, talking about the, the, the apostles, but whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. That there is a spirit of truth yes. and there is a spirit of falsehood. Mm-hmm. Now, so let me ask you tonight, who are you listening to? Right. Are you listening uh, to the world? Are you influenced by the viewpoint of the world? See, I hear a lot of Christians, you know, with social media, mm-hmm. we're able to see what everybody thinks mm-hmm. and what everybody believes. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of Christians who are who are listening not to the Word of God, but to the world yeah. and are not living by the viewpoint of the Word of God and the kingdom of God, yeah. but are living by the right. viewpoint of uh, the world. Mm-hmm. And, and that is a deceptive destructive, anti-Christ, false spirit viewpoint that will lead astray and work about the purpose of the enemy to steal, kill, and destroy. So you need to not be listening to the viewpoint of the world. I see it in a lot of young people. They're so Mm -hmm. influenced by the Mm -hmm. culture. They're so influenced Mm -hmm. by Hollywood. They're so influenced by the noise Mm -hmm. and the TV and, and the beliefs and the viewpoint of this world. And if those don't line up with the Word of God, if they don't line up with Scripture, then those are false. They are from the spirit of falsehood and not the spirit of truth. So you say, you say, what do I, you know, what do I do to to not be led astray by these things and to not be influenced by them? And and here we see the Scripture tells us that we've got to get our eyes on Jesus. We've got to have our focus on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hmm. He's got to be our foundation. And and then when we see Jesus and our hope and trust is in uh, Jesus, then uh, we've got to discover and learn and know what the Bible says. And we can because now we can understand it because we have an understanding and a revelation of our Lord and Savior, yeah. uh, Jesus Christ. So we'll continue mm. uh, this discussion uh, next Wednesday night. Uh, but, uh, but tonight, uh, let's, let's take a moment here uh, and, and let's ask the Lord to help us and to help us get our focus and our eyes back on our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ, yes. and, and make Him Jesus. the foundation of our lives, the foundation mm. of our thinking, the foundation of our uh, believing. We want to have the same viewpoint That's right. as our Lord Jesus yes. has. So let's pray together tonight. And if you've not trusted Jesus as Lord and Savior, or maybe you have, but but you can see that you've been influenced by the, by the viewpoint of the world a little bit. It's easy to happen. It's, mm-hmm. it's all around mm-hmm. us, right? Mm-hmm. And you That's recognize right. it. Maybe the Lord's given us suddenly right now, and you're yeah. recognizing, hey, I've been going down a wrong road, and I need to get back on track. Let's pray together. Let's give our hearts to Jesus, our lives to Him, and let's get back on, on the straight street, the, the road right. that leads to salvation, <laughs> the, the narrow, small one that not mm-hmm. a lot of people find and right. go down, but it's the path to life. Yes. Let's pray together. Amen. Uh, Lord Jesus, 
I believe in you. I believe that you are truth. I believe that you are the Son of God. And I trust you tonight. And I put my faith in you. And I open my heart to you. And I ask you to come into my life and be my Lord and be my Savior. Change all of me. Change the way that I believe. Change the way that I think. I want to see everything from your point of view. I ask you to help me to do this tonight. In Jesus' mighty yes, name Jesus. I pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining with us uh, tonight. Just as we end, just let me share this with you because you know, you know I'm passionate about this. If you know, if you know me, uh, come to church Sunday. Uh, one of the things that will help us to not be deceived is to get together with the saints, mm -hmm. with the people of God. It's going to help us to stand on the truth, yes. to see the truth, and it's going to yeah. help us to be encouraged and strengthened to stand strong uh, in the Lord. Just today, I was able to get uh, with some of the saints and, and it was just such an encouraging and refreshing time just to be together mm -hmm. with the people mm -hmm. of God. We have got to listen to Hebrews 10 and not forsake the assembly. Right. Come together yes. and be encouraged. Come join with us yeah. on Sunday and uh, get together with the saints right. and be encouraged. It's so important. Do it. Do it. God bless.